Welcome once again to the Sheila Kama Extractive Podcast. Today I'm having a conversation with Akito Piri. Akito is a business and human rights practitioner whose areas of focus are international development, extractives, industrial relations, and legal and corporate compliance. He currently serves as the Executive Secretary of the Botswana Mine Workers Union, the only mine workers union in the country. In this role, he implements the union strategy by interfacing with representatives from government, business, and development partners in protection of workers' interests in the extractive sector in Botswana. Kito, welcome to the Sheila Kama Extractive Podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. No, thank you. Thank you very much for, for having me. That's wonderful. I, I wanted us to get a, a, a perspective from you of how the uh, workers' unions may perceive the advent of the fourth industrial revolution and all things internet. Uh, what are some of the impacts that the fourth industrial revolution and all things internet are expected to have in the mine uh, workers' environment? No, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for, 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 for that question. Um, I think maybe before I I get into um, responding to to that question, I think it's important for me to maybe state um, briefly our mandate um, as as an organization and specifically our mandate as it relates to the fourth industrial revolution. I think for um, we we are often faced as trade unions. Um, I think we find ourselves in a conundrum where our importance sometimes is not, um, you know, it's, 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 it's not emphasized. But I think it's very crucial um, that uh, we note the importance of trade unions as workers face a new and just, you know, a new and drastic um, industrial transformation. Now, trade unions become more crucial or become crucial players you know, in, in managing the, the social, economic, and political change such that the benefits of the fourth industrial revolution will not entirely or flow entirely to employers and owners of capital, but also, you know, to workers and to ensure that there's no political instability as a result, which if, you, if you've been noticing, you know, global trends, you see that um, it's already happening in, in some regions as the pathways to full development becomes very restricted and blocked. As the Mine Workers Union, um, the, the, the changes that we have seen and the changes that we anticipate, you know, in the mining industry, particularly as they relate to the, um, to the fourth industrial revolution, has been one of job losses. Um, we anticipate that the incorporation of, of technology, of these technological advances in our work streams, is likely to um, affect jobs, to displace workers, to uh, violate workers' rights. And I will explain, um, you know, the violation that I, I speak of, and also to to lower the dignity of workers, you know, when it comes to the integrity of work as, as a whole. And that 
we've already started seeing in the mining sector. Um, we are also alive to the policies that, you know, governments and our government in particular, you know, has formulated that is intended and or which encourages um, adoption of or rather work streams that are more technologically uh, or technological in in approach or that you know employs or deploys the use of technology in 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 mining operations as a whole Let now me, uh, see if i can come in there because you you've said a lot uh yes. and and I, i'd like us to follow through you've spoken about benefits you've spoken about displacement violation of work health and lowering dignity. I, I'd like to unbundle each one of those, taking one at a time. Let's start with the displacement of workers. C can you be more specific? How do you see technology displacing workers? Okay. So if you look at if you look at the workforce, the mining workforce in Botswana, um, not in, in, in you know looking at it in its historical context and also in in its present or current context. Uh, the mining sector has for a very long time boasted of low-skilled employees. Um, you know, people, I mean, working in the mines uh, previously didn't really need one, you know, to be a rocket scientist uh, to work there because a lot of the work, the work was manual. It required a lot of manual labor, which over time um, has been decreasing, including the skills that are required uh, you know, to execute um, uh, those um, responsibilities uh, within the operation. We are now seeing uh, the mining sector's uh, appetite uh, for more technical uh, workers, especially with the advent of technology, with more, you know, uh, tools and more um, technologies really being incorporated into mining corporations. The technology requires individuals um, of... Of, of a certain caliber, individuals that have been uh, technically trained uh, who are able to operate, uh, you know, those technologies. So therefore, the, the new um, human resources that are required um, to actually work uh, in, in those operations, uh, the, the, the employers are more leaning towards those that are that technical skills. So we are seeing a lot of the low-skilled uh, employees be gradually phased out, and hence the displacement that I was talking about to say most of the uh, workers that were or the that were previously, uh, you know, highly regarded uh, in terms of the manual labor that they provided are no longer, uh, you know, relevant. Most mm. of them have been rendered redundant, and they are no longer you know, um, aligned with the new skills and technologies that are being deployed in the right. operation. Hence, the displacement of, of workers. So is, is the answer, kids or not, uh, to uh, worry about displacement, but rather in recognizing that skills deficiency to invest, to work with the government, and the employers to reskill the people so that they become part of, if you wish, the 
future mine environment rather than see this as a threat? Is, is that is the answer not to see this as an opportunity to reskill? Yes, I mean, it, it is. It is an opportunity to reskill. And that is something that uh, the, the, the Mine Workers Union has been advocating for. I mean, uh, we, 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 we sit on the Human Resources Development Council uh, sector that specifically deals with um, human capital development in the mining sector. And that's, that's one of the issues that we've actually been advocating for, um, even in our strategy as well. However, we, we, we are... We are alive to the fact that, uh, you know, Botswana's unemployment rate is, I mean, it's it's double digits at the moment. It's very high. And one of the fears that we have is that, you know, um, we, as, as a government, one of our, you know, national priorities has been uh, the creation of sustainable employment or jobs. And the... the that has been for a very long time. In fact, it continues to be one of you know Botswana's um, you know national development uh, uh, priorities, which we believe, through you know the introduction of technology, it, it contradicts you know those um, you know um, uh, developmental objectives that the country has set for itself. If on the one hand the incorporation of technology is likely to affect Affect uh, and impact negatively the creation of, of, of jobs and or the sustaining or the sustainability of jobs. That us now uh, does not become an opportunity, mm. but becomes a threat. Yeah. And that is an issue that uh, we believe uh, we you know government and also all the other players in the in the in the mining sector really has to to look into. To come up with uh, a better way of, of of addressing it or balancing, you know, the need for incorporation of technology at the same time with the sustainable the sustainability or the securing of jobs. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Yeah, so, so, so my guess is that that is one a, a, a likely to be a universal uh, problem of uh, moving into uh, the new technological and industrial space than one that is unique to mining. Uh, but I wanted us to also talk about worker rights. This technology, as you rightly recognize, can have unintended consequences. And I wanted to talk about the extent to which, in your observation, there are certain aspects of the technology and the emerging environment in the workplace that risks uh, violating certain of your members' rights. And if so, what in what way and what are those areas? Yes, uh, no. Thank you very much. Um, one of the one of the um, one of the areas that we we've noted is that and 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 it's 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 a list. You know, it's a whole list of of, of violations. First of all, let's start with the with the um, just the controlling of the work streams. Uh, firstly, we have. Now that we 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 have um, uh, you know um, algorithmic management systems, for instance, which monitor they would monitor time or hours of work, monitor performance, you know, monitor production to an extent where each machine, uh, you know, manages or monitors, you know, I would say to 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 
for lack of a better, the work rate of an employee, where those employees are under pressure, you know, to work hard to an extent where uh, breaks, uh, you know, uh, taking a break uh, during work and or uh, doing anything rather that is humanly possible or that you you would associate with an ordinary uh you know activity of a of a human being in a workplace where employees are under heavy surveillance you know uh, in order to push production that can cause you know um uh, mental distress uh to them uh, there have been many instances where those uh, that are in operations where which are under heavy algorithmic uh, management systems, you know, complain um, of, of anxiety because they're anxious now to perform, which also is a risk, especially given the um, the nature of, of the work of mining uh, uh, jobs and the nature of the mining environment. Uh, two, we look at issues around the individualization of, um, of conditions of work. With more technologies coming in, we are seeing that um, the mining sector is 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 uh, employing more and more consultants. You know, people that do not necessarily form part uh, of uh, you know the collective uh, of, of 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 you know uh, I'll say for for lack of a better word, who do not form part of the you know the collective responses of workers, either forming trade or being members of a trade union, um, uh, where the conditions of service and work are collectively uh, agreed to through collective bargaining. We are now seeing more individualistic terms and conditions of employment. We are now seeing the reduction uh, or the phasing out really of full-term or full-time uh, employees, those who are permanent and pensionable. Because of some of these technological, um, you know, or the employers moving towards uh, technologies. We are seeing now more fixed-term contracts, you know, being introduced um, in the in the workplace. Now, what does that mean? It means the these contracts are now used. One can be weaponized against the employees, where the employees who are more vocal, either you know they they are faced out or removed, you know, um, or terminated, dismissed from work as a result of or through the uh, non-renewal of these uh, fixed-term contracts, we are now seeing the the bargaining uh, power of workers um, uh, being greatly reduced. Now, trade unions, through collective bargaining, um, are able to sort of counterbalance the asymmetries of power, you know, between the employer and the employee. Now. The weakening of of the trade unions, you know, through the reduction of employees, right, uh, through the uh, the integration or deployment uh, of technology, you know, it 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 violates, or in other words, in, 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 you know, infringes on their right to freedom of association, because we need strong unions that can ensure that uh, workers' conditions of work uh, are actually respected and that the fundamental rights and principles at work are actually um, you know, adhered to. Mm. Uh, lastly, we can look at also the, the health 
um, and, and safety aspect of it. We know that, uh, as I indicated before, with some of these algorithm, algorithms that are managing, uh, you know, work streams, uh, because of the pressure that is associated with the need to produce and uh, workers need to perform at a very high level, you know, these can also cause uh, mental stresses and other pressures as well that could potentially be a, a risk if you look at, uh, you know, the safety uh, and, and conditions that, um, palatable conditions that we uh, would like employees to work in. So these are some of the uh, violations, uh, uh, Sheila, that uh, we've noted um, as a union and also violations that we, we believe that uh, technology is bringing and disrupting or bringing this disruption into the, the workplace such that employees find themselves now at the short end of the stick. That's that's very interesting. When I'm listening to you, uh, I hear several things. One is that there's a groundswell of change worldwide, which uh, is technologically driven. And that mining companies in their individual uh, space will likely not be able to resist in order to compete. On the other hand, uh, governments, if they are to compete and maximize uh, return on investment for um, mining companies, will also not be able to resist this groundswell. I guess the question then becomes, can the unions be the outlier, in other words, the only entity that does not embrace this? Or should the unions think differently? Here is an example. You are right that traditionally numbers, uh, union membership and the numbers is the key to increasing that bargaining position. But it, it, does the fourth industrial relation perhaps keys or suggest that that strategy belongs to the past and that unions must reconstruct themselves and think differently in the new age in order not to miss the opportunity to continue to be a voice uh, in the workplace and in the new dispensation. Mm. No, it's, it's it's very true. I mean, uh, I, I agree that, uh, you know, trade union revitalization is important. Uh, it's important and because of the changes that have been brought about by the fourth, the fourth industrial revolution, trade unions have taken a step back to reassess themselves and to reassess their roles, you know, in the in future labor markets and also looking at the future of work um, in the mining industry. I would say that the the one of the ways in which you know trade unions have have, have done so um, is also aligning you know their you know, um, policies and also their strategies uh, to the strategies of both uh, the mining companies of industry and also of, of, of government, particularly uh, with regards to, um, you know, decent work and ensuring that um, all the different uh, mining uh, players or maybe broadly say all the economic players, um, you know, uh, and specifically to the mining sector commit uh, to decent workers espoused in, you know, um, international instruments such as the, you know, the Sustainable Development Goals and etc. I think one of the ways in which um, uh, the the trade unions have have, have have done, or at least in a in an effort to respond to some of these changes, 
is to try to look for more symmetric, horizontal, and uh, multilateral and democratic ways of cooperation, of, 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 of sparing or fostering cooperation among all these key stakeholders, particularly when it comes to the use of technology and, and or modern, uh, uh, you know, modern developments that are technologically uh, driven. I, I would say that, yes, uh, you know, the, 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 the trade unions um, have been employing different ways of engaging or even being part of the discussions um, when it comes to uh, the opportunities um, that the opportunities that that are likely to come from from the fourth industrial revolution. But the only challenge that we've had is that one, uh, the industry has not been keen to engage uh, on what the future of work looks like with the incorporation of of these technologies. No, do we have a clear position from government on what their role should be with this new technologies that are now being um, incorporated in mining operations or mining work streams? The yes. position of government is not very clear. However, the industry is actually moving along. Because we are seeing now these uh, the new, uh, you know, hydro hydrogen driven, you know, machines that are being brought in. We are now seeing new strategies of some of the biggest companies now that have already uh, envisaged an autonomous mine or the the development of its of of their mines into more autonomous mines where you're going to have less employees or employees who are going to be working remotely and etc. Now those are all factors that. We have not really um, gotten a clear position from government um, in respect of, uh, nor do we even know what um, what laws, policies, if any, government is actually going to formulate that would speak specifically to the impacts of, 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 of those developments as they relate not only to the economy, but to the social impacts um, of, of, of the economy being uh, employment and welfare and et cetera of the workers that are likely to be affected by these changes. So if at all, you know, all the players could begin um, to be very transparent on what position they've adopted, that would help the union, you know, to provide some timely interventions and possibly even negotiate uh, better outcomes for, for workers who are likely to be affected by these developments. Hmm. I think you are on to something. It is not necessarily helpful to your cause in the immediate future, but I think your recognition that industry, to coin your phrase, is moving along is absolutely correct. Because, of course, hmm. our industry is driven by competition and pressure from competition, and, and industry has always also been ahead when it comes to innovation. This is how... Uh, we we industrialize agriculture. This is how we industrialize, uh, you know, uh, economies, etc. Uh, but I think it's also probably fair, Giza, to say neither governments nor industry, as in mining, have been here before. 
in the uh, recent past. And therefore, I think the fourth industrial revolution is something of a learning curve uh, for both uh, mining companies and governments. And I think when you add to it uh, pressure to transist to cleaner sources of energy and reduce carbon footprint, and if you add to that ESG, my observation gives us that industry is grappling with how to use technology to respond to these pressures and that the union voice is only one of many voices of stakeholders pressuring industry to come up with answers and pressuring governments and in the big scheme of things industry is more agile than governments. Would that be a fair observation to say that neither governments nor industries necessarily have answers to these problems and that they themselves are finding their feet as they go along? Yes, I mean that 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 is a fair it is a fair um it is a fair assessment um of of what is happening. Uh, I think the the challenge maybe zeroing it down to to our context in Botswana. Um, I would say that, you know, for the longest time, um, industry has always been averse and same applies to government. The industry has been always averse uh, to engaging with trade unions uh, transparently and honestly uh, in an effort to solicit, you know, better outcomes and or even in formulating policies that could potentially um, advance, uh, you know, the, the industry. Uh, it is only now that we are seeing, um, it is only now that we are seeing industry and government um, trying to engage with, with, with the union, although uh, that is often done, you know, at arm's length, um, a, a, a fact that, We've been working tirelessly to to change um, something that we have been, you know, um, uh, engaging all our stakeholders, you know, to try to to change their mindset in how they they view the union, given their importance, you know, um, not only in the industry but also in the broader development of the economy. So I do agree with you that yes. Um, this is definitely a, a new area for government and for industry, but it's an area nonetheless that we cannot ignore. And it's an area that we are seeing so many advancements and developments you know, happening to it, but without really having a clear guideline or, or plan or pathway on how, you know, these technologies as they are being incorporated in the, into the work stream, mm -hmm. the extent of their impact and how all other stakeholders that are directly uh, affected by them, you know, would likely survive. One of the things that we fear, uh, Sheila, is for us to have a weakened trade union um, as a result of these developments to an extent where the trade union would be rendered obsolete, you know, where workers will then now uh, become vulnerable to exploitation and violation of their, their rights in the future. Mm -hmm. We have seen other jurisdictions, um, for instance, in America, if I'm just using uh, maybe an unrelated, um, you know, um, sector uh, as an example. You know, if you look at, um, you know, um, uh, uh, companies as big as Amazon, where they, 
employ a lot of technology. I mean, we've seen some of the reports that have come in, you know, uh, from uh, privacy, uh, you know, invasion of privacy, uh, when we are looking at, um, you know, the mental health issues as a result of, um, you know, workers being pressured to perform because of the high speed at which these technologies are actually uh, running production in their, their warehouses and in these manufacturing, um, you know, warehouses. So if we take that into account and looking at the the economy of Botswana and the population, you know, we, we, we the mining sector is the second largest employer of the government. So if we are having these developments that are likely to impact on the employability of the sector or employability of, 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 of the citizens in that sector as a result of these changing work streams, then, you know, it's a conversation really that uh, parties need to really come together to to have in order to come with better pathways of of addressing that's so uh that's very interesting one uh final question mm, it, it's clear that there are challenges because we are in this stage of industrial transition but when you uh, reflect on some of the more positive impacts that the fourth industrial revolution might have uh, in the mining work uh, space and specifically your your unions, what is top of mind? You know, top of the mind is um, obviously the safety. Um, we we mining can uh, mining is by nature a hazardous. Um, you know, it's a hazardous uh, uh, environment, but we believe that with the with with the technologies that are being in, we can really reduce significantly reduce the number of of accidents that are happening in the, in the mines um we uh, if we are talking skills skills development uh, that is something that we are um, that 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 is top of the mind particularly given the fact that um the if you look at the productivity uh, policy of 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 government um we we want uh, Botswana to be um competitive you know uh, when it comes to mining. So skills development is very, very important for our human capital in Botswana. Um, one of the areas that we've also been looking at uh, that we believe is important, um, it's also on uh, on the on the on the opportunities that come. Um, if you're looking at uh, uh, technology and especially if you're uh, on the on the issue of um, you know of of trade um you know government especially botswana i think our our, our trade our trade policies um have been somewhat um i mean we, we we've not really done well with 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 trade so we think that technology in this instance can actually um elevate and enhance you know our trade prospects um not only regionally but also internationally internationally as well and if that is able to happen, that means more production um, of, of our commodity, you know, um, would actually translate in better economic outcomes uh, for the country. So those are some of the, the the more important and the areas that we believe that with this new technology, you know, Botswana can reposition itself. The mining industry can reposition itself um, internationally, um, and that could also translate to job creation as well which is really what our primary focus as a union is um, for our resources to be 
uh, channeled properly such that we can uh, create more opportunities and jobs for Manzwana. Wonderful. Well, Kito, thank you uh, very much for joining the Sheila Kama Extractive Podcast. I found your comments and insights very uh, enlightening. Thank you. No, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate uh, you having me on the on the podcast.